Hi, this is Rob Warlow from Business Loan Services and welcome to my Friday Business Finance Bulletin, a weekly roundup of news, tips, ideas and strategies on raising finance and dealing with banks. So if you're watching this week's video as opposed to listening on the podcast, you'll see him on location this week. Um, I'm down in Cardiff Bay in South Wales, off to see a client, so I thought let's do this week's bulletin in the open air. So what have I got for you this week? Well, we're going to be looking at business confidence, also going to be looking at what one lender is doing to help improve the skill set um, amongst businesses in the UK. Um, alternative funding, what's going to happen there when the new Small Business Act comes in and the funding gap that many businesses are likely to see. And in my business finance tip of the week, a chat with sales guru Steve Clark, where we look at the question, is there any difference between selling your product and service to the public and also selling your idea to the bank? So let's start off with the economy generally and business confidence. I was reading some latest survey out this week from Begbie's Trainer, part of their red flag alert uh, report that comes out on a quarterly basis. And for the first quarter of 2015, some good news and bad news. Uh, Begbie's Trainer reckon that there's actually been a 1% fall in businesses that kind of categorise their financial condition as um, significantly poor. You know, they're a bit mm, concerned about what's going to be going on within their business over the next couple of months. And that equates to about 228,000 businesses overall. Now, the fact that it's a 1% reduction is good news. The bad news, there's a 4% increase in the businesses who actually say that they are now in a critical financial position. And you know, obviously that's not such good news. I've mentioned in previous bulletins, um, as economies grow, businesses are going to need more cash and it's going to be difficult for them to access those cash. So for those two and a half thousand businesses that classify themselves in a critical position, it's very important that they get appropriate financial advice and support. So if you're one of those, make sure you get the right people around you. Now, one barrier to growth that many businesses um, do come up with is the fact that they can't find the right skilled people within a business. So, um, good news from uh, Close Brothers, um, they're an asset finance provider and also provide in invoice discounting services. They've recognised this gap and they want to do something about it. So they've teamed up with the University of Sheffield um, via the Advanced Manufacturing Research Centre who help put apprenticeships into businesses. So what Close Brothers have said they'll do over the next three years, they are going to fund the wages for 60 apprentices. So how's it going to work? Well, for the first year, they will fund half of apprentices' wages and for year two, a quarter of the wage. So that will help business owners just ease into these, uh, taking on these new employees. So that's a great program there, an example of how some lenders are out there trying to help upskill uh, businesses as we go into a growing economy. Now, our funding generally, as we all know, still a bit tight, still a bit tough. Um, I've mentioned in a previous bulletin about the new Small Business Act, which is coming out. Um, one part of which, which should be implemented in 2016, where banks have been legislated that they will have to pass on businesses that they've said no to, to alternative uh, funding platforms. Uh, an interesting survey out from alternativebusinessfunding.co.uk, that's a portal of a collection of alternative funders, and they reckon that with the economy growing and some changes in um, legislation and banking and capital requirements, there's going to be about 100,000 businesses out there looking for money that they can't get from high street banks. And that equates to about £2 billion. Pounds. Um, so there's going to be a growing need for alternative lenders to step in. And obviously that's where platforms like alternative business funding come in. A collection of borrowers there who are putting their hands up and say, yep, 
we want to support growing businesses. If you want to know what they do, just check out their website, alternativebusinessfunding.co.uk. You know, one of the problems that banks have when it comes to supporting small businesses, um, I've mentioned previously, is lack of financial information. And this was really brought home to me um, last week. We got recently referred into a, to a partnership of a father and two sons, which has, has been struggling. And one of the key things that's held them back where the bank is concerned was that they lost focus in the business. And you know, the last set of accounts that the bank had were over three years ago in 2012. And as a result, the account is now sitting in the bank's support unit. And that's, you know, it adds added stress to the business. So as we're helping that business try and get them back on track with the bank, just one important message there, just make sure that you keep your financial information up to date. So about talking to banks, well this week I had a chance to have a chat with Steve Clark. Um, Steve Clark is a professional speaker and helps businesses grow, particularly around sales strategies. And I had an opportunity to have a chat with Steve and asked him this question about is there any difference between selling a product and service to the mass market and also selling your concept to a bank. So let's go to that clip now. Rob, for, for my money, it doesn't matter if you're selling a company and looking to raise money or if you're looking to sell widgets and products and services. It's the same thing that comes into the mind of a buyer. And I think people need to think about what's in the mind of the buyer when it comes to the financing and the funding side of things. I, I've been through that myself, as you know, as an SME in terms of getting one business floating on the stock market, another business that we actually took to private equity and then exited and sold the business. So I understand that people are investing in people and they're also looking for what's in it for them. Now, how does that vary from any other product or service? People don't want to buy your widgets, they don't want to buy your home, they want to buy how it feels and how it fits for them. So anyone looking to raise finance, looking to raise money for their business or to exit a business, needs to consider what's in it for the buyer. Put yourself in their shoes fairly and squarely and think, if I was them, would I be investing or would I be buying that business from them? If so, why would I be doing that? And it's just a very straightforward case of putting together the benefits versus just the features and doing it with courage and conviction, honesty and a smile. Yeah. One thing when I'm talking to business owners about raising finance and getting them to understand you know, that the bank is not, in the SME space, the bank is not supporting the business, they're supporting you as the individual. Yeah. So how do you think an individual can help sell themselves as opposed to sell the business? Where does it vary? People buy people first. That's one of the oldest adages that I've ever heard in terms of the sales world. Um, it's and you need to be congruent. Is that too much of a coaching word? But people do get that. I think you need to to be true to who you are and what you're selling. Because if not, the truth will out very quickly. Mm. And people looking to invest in you as individuals. There used to be a phrase, uh, caveat emptor. Are you familiar with that? Which was mm. buyer beware. The world has changed. We're all now so connected that it should be caveat venditor, seller beware. So if you're trying to get finance or trying to sell a business, but you haven't quite got the truth where it should be, in the very first stages of flimsy due diligence, it will out. Because whatever's gone on is out there as a proven track record for people to refer to. So people are investing in you as the individual. The business is kind of secondary. If you're believable, if you're good to what you're saying you do, if you've got happy clients and happy customers, they will be referring and speaking about you. That's also important. People tend to overlook how we have now not just your regular sales team at work, but also a referral sales team at work. So that if people are saying, you're great at what you do, you're good at what you do, people will listen to that 
an awful lot. So, some great advice from Steve there. Just remember, you're not only selling your business to the bank, you're also selling yourself. If you want to know more about what Steve does, you can check out his website, eurekasales.co.uk, and you can also follow him on Twitter, UK Sales Mentor. So that's it for this week. Thanks very much for joining me. And as ever, if you did enjoy the video, please feel free to share the link amongst your friends and colleagues. That's it for this week. Look forward to being with you again next Friday. Have a great, successful and profitable week. Bye-bye now.